Miscreants and welcome to Fumble Through, Fumble through. A, pod- <laughs> What's that? a podcast that flips the middle point of its pentagram at all the summoned creatures. Welcome back to the Fumble Factory, a place where we slay dragons in our minds and cast spells that ignite our hearts. We thank you once again for joining us and I would really t- like to take the time to express appreciation to all of you for pulling up that chair and coming on this journey with us. It really makes doing this project worthwhile when you get in touch and join in the conversation over social media so thank you all very much and because i can't be nice for an extended period of time here's some dickhead with some more info <laughs> so yes we have facebook twitter and you jump straight in yep. there <laughs> <laughs> i just i'm over it i'm over it you can't defend anymore there's facebook twitter and instagram as he said there's um you know we're probably getting a holiday season time around about now and uh, <laughs> is that because Thanks. we're teachers? Like, there's always a holiday season around the corner. Because <laughs> I'm having a release schedule and I don't know where we're at. But yes, because it's getting to holiday season. If you have, you know, something Holidays. you want to talk about, or yeah, something you need to do, want to have holidays, listen to Fumble Through or get someone else to listen to Fumble Through and join in some conversations on the Facebook group. Yeah, we've been, we've been trying some new stuff on the socials. I'm interested to hear what you like and don't like about that. Feel free to post. This sucks in any of our social posts. <laughs> <laughs> or or I really like this. You know, we're trying to, you know, articulate the beers that we're drinking and the stories that we're telling. That's and right. the you words know, that we're saying. Uh, yeah, trying to, you know, open that story up in, in visual medium. Um, hopefully that's working for you. And if it's not, let us know. If it is, let us know. The best way to let us know is to invite your friends to listen. Mm. Yeah. If that means you to stop pretending he's really Anna Kendrick help. on uh, social media, it'd be great. Well, that <laughs> post went really, really well. I think the Anna Kendrick, did we post that? Did we put know. that up? Should we That's- try and get her... It was like, and Henry Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> it was when Lindsay was doing the cups thing. Yeah, but it's not cricket cups, Lindsay. <laughs> That's the problem. It's actual cup cups. We've got that video of two Lindsay's one cup. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. oh. Yeah, that was shit. That way. If you got... Anna Kendrick and Henry Cavill in. Mm-hmm. We've basically almost got a WoW rating party going there because they both still play. They're both WoW fans. Do yeah. they? Yeah. That's wow. not even interesting. <laughs> Luke's walked away from the table. That's he's how- just shutting the door because he's worried this shit will flow into the rest of my household. <laughs> the Fumble Factory. Sorry, yes. <laughs> past the moat, past the dragons into the, into the- neighboring village. All <laughs> oh, the village. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, look, I also think that it, it is time, you know, for people to uh, to get their friends on board, to get people to come on our social medias and give us a little bit of a, a, an idea of how you think this 5E thing's going. It's been long enough that we could probably get some feedback and be able mm. to, uh, to mm. take that on board. It's too late for the last couple of episodes, but uh, I mean, d- shut up is not feedback. I, I want constructive criticism. We're big enough for you to be able to agree with me and say it's shit. We we do want to clarify we are going back to the adventure of Miles and the Three. Are we? Yes. Miles and the Three. <laughs> Miles and the Three. Miles oh, and the Three. Said both games, it's like <laughs> oh, oh, JR and the Stonebirds. Yeah, he's really missed Miles sleep and striking the three. things. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> See, you need to stop saying it. Are we? Because yes, we are. We are yeah, going we to finish that story. Are. Behind the paywall. 
<laughs> Coming back to the... You're really not helping me. The Reggie 3. <laughs> the Reggie 3. It is the Reggie 3. So, because yes, we are going I back there. I failed a shitty diplomacy <laughs> check. <laughs> we are going back there. And I am actually really excited to see how that ends. It has been a minute for that game. And, and it's going to take a while for me to listen to all those episodes back and uh, figure out what exactly who you are, what you are, and why you're feeding well, me dog food. Shut up. Yeah. One of the benefits of this is being able to work on that and work on all the other things we're planning to do. This is really helping us to find a new voice and find yep. other voices that we can do. And this is also opening up more opportunities for us to have, talk about different things and, and talk to you in different ways about different things we like. You know, this brew stuff is really, really interesting. Mm. We think there's opportunities mm. around that. There's a lot of other things we'd love yep. to have a conversation with the listeners about. That needs two things, us to have the conversation and listeners to hear it. So we'd love well, you guys to do also, your bit and listen. It also requires us to have the time because I think for me, this little break that we've had, and I know, Lindsay, you got a newborn. Luke, you got a newborn on the way. The, the, the time for this is actually been really nice for that pressure and that mental health kind of making sure that we can balance that life and keep mm. the joy of this mm. because I really enjoy this. But for a while there, it you know, there was some pressures around release dates and all that kind of stuff <laughs> that were going on. But, you know, and I think being able to find the fun and the balance of that, knowing that, that this isn't our full-time job and that- Apparently, my full-time job is raising my children, but I'm here. <laughs> I have a constant pressure with release dates with my wife. I don't need it here. <laughs> anyway, what is today's broody, broody, fumble brew? I'm broody. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Today's brew. Yeah, the beer, Brett. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I want Oof. the beer. Forgot about that bit. Uh, today, we have a red duck beer. Red duck is a Victorian- a duck. Um, out of Ballarat in Victoria and Australia, um, a fine brewery. This one has a tartan label and it's called My Highland Oaty Oaty. It's an oatmeal stout, 5.4% uh, alcohol. Oatmeal stout. I'm intrigued wow. by the unfiltered bit, the bottom A traditional oatmeal stout, dark, roasty, creamy, oaty thick, rich and deliciously stouty. Chill, relax, and enjoy. And then they say, as much as we wanted to, we didn't use any kilts or sporans, highland cattle, or mountain goats in this brew. Instead, we used at least double as many oats as you might normally put wow. in an oatmeal stout. So it should be really, really oaty oaty. Now, I was not sure whether to have this one for gaming or breakfast. <laughs> Yeah, is it going to like slodge out? Like, yeah, yeah lovely. Like well, it does say it's unfiltered. Yeah. So, yeah, watch out. It's going to be Scottish, yeah, right? It's going to be just like porridge. It's not how you make porridge. All right, pouring it. Be nice. Into the cup. It's a lovely can. Oh. I really do like that. No, both. Oh, that this, is dark. Well, yeah, this will this will really like. Oh, that's like under the bed. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Dark. <laughs> it's dark. All oh, right. <laughs> okay. Not full of. Whoa, Lindsay! Got some head on there, mate. <laughs> oh, easy. <laughs> Magic mouth. You cast too soon. <laughs> no, I cast her at the right time. It lasts for you ten minutes. Too soon, <laughs> ten minutes, good man. Uh, ten gold pieces. That's worth it. Let's see how this goes. Yep. How cheers. else do you calm cheers, down? Cheers, 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 <laughs> cheers. It looks thick, but it's light. It's pretty light on the tongue. It's not as full as I thought it would be, and it's got a fizz. It's got a really kind of effervet good effervescence to it. I wonder if someone drank pineapple before they made this. 
It's got a very bitter aftertaste. Yeah. So there's, a, there's, there's a bitter ending to it. Luke is done. He is it done. Looks thick, but it's light on the tongue. Oh, <laughs> Tis what she proclaimed. <laughs> I love it. I would say it's not one of my standouts of, of the ones we've done. But it's not as it's... good as last week's. Last week's was Champion. Oh, that was um, a Batman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But this one is nice. Well, I thought a, this would be thicker than last week's and it's like meatier than last week's I think, it's not. I think this, well, I don't know. I think this no, is it's a little vegetarian because it's Odie. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like espresso, like the taste. Oh, yeah. It it's does got have that some bit of I think it's got it, a fuller flavour than last week's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last week's I think I could have Pop, 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 pop. Could have done four quite pop, easily. Yeah. Whereas this, this is a slower this burner a one. Like end some of the night. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sit back, relax Before and chill like this is on the can. Mm. So I guess let us know what your thoughts are on the, uh, Red, on Duck the Red Duck Thank you My Highland OT, 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 OT. <laughs> OT. <laughs> I don't know how many times did I say that? My Highland OT, 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 OT. It was the accent that you used, I thought was what OT, OT, Is that like a song or something? My Highland OT, 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 OT. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, maybe. Any Scottish people out there listening, please tell us. It's JR's next song, right? How my two friends are bastardising your culture. (laughs) So, So, look, we've been drinking a lot of beer lately, and it has changed the tone of how we've we've been playing these games. And it's brought out- It's brought brought out a side of us that is is probably the uh, the unfiltered side at the times. What I would like to talk about- the devil side. So today's dicey question goes down that road. What is the devil side of you that you want to repress? What is the thing that you are? Uh, yeah, I want to. What's the deep dark side? No, I don't want to know that you Whoa. killed someone. Wow, wow. But, but what is the the part of your personality, maybe, or the the persona, or something along the lines that you're like? I'm aware of this, and I work hard to make sure this this thing doesn't come out all the time, or that I control it, or I give it a release, or whatever. I might. That's it. There's too much in that. that I yeah. I, I can go fast on this one. Yep. I used what to, and I, pro- I don't know, hasn't happened for a while. I used to get mad, like real mad. I've learnt to hold that in pretty well. I think just push it down. Yeah. <laughs> there is still sometimes I snap. Justin's probably the one that causes most of them. <laughs> True. It's not untrue. It's yeah. not just you. Yeah, I was going to say that's a that's a um, yeah, cross all my friends. The other thing, though, I think, and this is, I think this is a generation thing, is um, the talking yourself up. Mm-hmm. I seem to be of a generation where my generation always was like, and this comes back to the mental health thing of, you know, I know that doesn't hurt, or I can, you know. I'm better at this. I can do that. I can, you know, talking yourself up. And that's something I've noticed growing up. And I've always tried to stop turning everything into a competition. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that one's tricky. Is that like how many, who can get the most messages on the messenger thread? Yeah. I guess who can so, get the maddest? Instagram followers. <laughs> I yeah. can get so mad I broke a table. I can get even madder. I think I talk myself up more than you talk yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm better at it than all of you. But it, it is very much a society thing now, like, you know, follower counts and all that it's kind of It's interesting because we're not like different generation. I'm of a generation where you just, everything was very stoic. You just took everything in stride and anything bad, you just went, yeah, that's fine. I just get on with it. Get on, do the work. Go to the grindstone, just push through. 
And now it's kind of like, well, I overcame this and I overcame that and look at my Facebook and look at all the things I've done and look at all the things mm. and look at all the things. It's a very different kind of perspective on life. It is. And I, on that, I guess that's why a lot of our generation of, of people don't talk. Like, you know, the mental health stuff that we've mm. we've been here, like it's still, I mean, you've you've seen my uncomfort when we uh, start it's talking about ourselves yeah. and, and bad languaging stuff. Well, yeah, I think that's right. We were taught to not acknowledge that or not. Yeah, push um, it down. Push Repress it down it. or push it to the side or move past it yeah. and it's, you know, just not deal with that stuff. Yeah. And it's not healthy. I think there's something really healthy about acknowledging that stuff. I don't need, know that I need to see your breakfast every morning. Um, <laughs> you know. But well, my breakfast is healthier than yours. But also, is it oatmeal? Also, yeah. But also <laughs> the talking yourself up. Like there's a, there, is a, there is a generational thing. And, and Luke, you might be able to speak to this because you kind of cusp. Both of these generations, you're you a cradle bit, the balls of generation. Yeah, yeah, you're a bit, you're a little <laughs> bit younger. Like, yeah, I've got a yeah. couple of years on you. And when you say a couple, we literally mean like two or three. Yeah, but like, that's, that's enough like, for a generation. Like, okay, so what I there's I've, also the cultural perspective as well because I is grew too. up in the UK. That's so. true, and you yeah. guys that stiff upper lip and all that. Yes, yes, right, all that. But also there, the whingy fucking palms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, there, there, there's that moment of like the the talking up. Like we we are probably were brought up to be humble and not to talk. The old tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, in that, because we knew that, and that's why, you know, you're reticent to get up, you're reticent to receive accolades. Like, it, it always makes me uncomfortable when somebody says, geez, you were good in bed. But, you know, the the, the idea of that is, well, I'm usually- you talk to yourself again, yeah. you're alone. <laughs> Busty barmaid. Uh, I'm usually alone at the time. <laughs> It's a hand puppet. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, getting mad, mm. talking yourself up. You know, I've never really seen you get mad. I've no, seen you. I've seen you get grumpy. I haven't been like, him like mad. really yeah. mad in, a, in many, many years. Hulk Do, mad. Is that the pre the precursor to your stress? Is that because I've seen you stressed? Oh no, I just um, I don't know. Just it's just something I stopped as a teenager. I used to get really kind of quite dangerously mad. And how did you learn to? Control that or manage that. I have no idea. Punk music, I think. I don't right. know. Right. So you embraced did, it. You, you gave yourself. I found a vent? myself a vent, which was yeah. mosh pitting. And what about yeah, painting? Right. Is that a is that a way of oh, zenning out yeah, for that's, you? That's zenning out. That's came yeah. much later, but yeah. But is that is that sort of how you like? You know, there are things that we do when we get upset. Like, you know, I, I know for me, I've got a slot car set at my house that I bought myself when I was 18. And sometimes when I get really stressed out, that's what I take out. And I like, you know, I spend my time putting my slot cars up and do that. That's one of the activities that I know What's is recognised. What's a slot car? Oh, uh, a slot car, it's like a, a car track with electric cars Scale on electrics. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. electrics. Okay. Yeah, electrics. Yeah. Anything or, to keep the wrist active. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, but that's, you know, that's, I know that's one of them, or I know that I paint or I know mm. like when I'm really aggressive, I go play a first person shooter and I um, get grumpy and I might say some words like, you know, damn you, darn it. Gee willikers. Gee <laughs> Jeepers. Jeepers creepers. <laughs> How darn you? Because, you know, I have children in my house and I would never say, fuck off, you cunt face. Is that to your this children? This fucking hacks. <laughs> Yeah, it is. His son's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all better than me. I've lost my Twitch fibers and stuff. Yeah. Scalatrix will do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scalatrix. It's AFX, thank you, and it's got a loop and it goes up the wall. 
I always wanted it, so I bought it for myself for my I 18th and I still have it. I find it interesting that you went through and embraced the rage before you went to a Zen space about that rage. I think there's a journey that everyone takes in terms of acknowledging their demons, figuring out how to handle them, but you need to know them before you can yeah, you do. put them to the side. I think that's a, a really good thing to kind of just open up and go, you know what, when I get angry, what I first needed to knew, do was figure out what that anger was about. Well, and until we, jumping until in a pit. asked me that question, I never actually figured out what stopped it. Mm-hmm. Right. But it was kind of, yeah, I found a release and then I kind of started to realise that getting angry didn't actually help anything. Right. Yeah. Like, especially now with kids, like, if you- Try and yell at your kid to do something. Yeah, they won't do it. No, if, if you ask them to do something and explain why, they still usually, won't do it. <laughs> okay, well, that usually gets mine more attention than yeah. I was. I was once told, and I think this is a piece of advice that was given to me um, that when you there always needs to be an adult in the room, and when you start yelling, you stop being an adult. You stop being a rational, mm. mature person, and and it doesn't stop me from yelling and all that kind of stuff because I still do it. But it's it's one of those things that stuck with me. And every now and then you go, oh, pull back, mm. be the adult in the room, be the adult in the room. It's that old adage: if you're yelling, you're not listening, and if you're not listening, you're not getting anywhere. What? Deaf people must really suck at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> what listening to podcasts? I was gonna- <laughs> <laughs> well, that got Lindsay. <laughs> I think he's getting mad. <laughs> he's getting Red Hulk. He's getting Red Hulk. <laughs> oh, that was good. I enjoyed that. The one audience we can't offend. <laughs> yes. right, we'll find a way. I'm sure well, there, we will. There goes trans- transcribing these into <laughs> readable format. Yeah. All right. What about you guys? Any uh, any you. demons you'd like to share? Don't give us the bad ones. Just give us the ones you'd like to share. So, I guess for a long time, like way way back, I always remember being really uh, twitchy about being late mm-hmm. for things. Uh, I think that comes. Um, well, I became very aware of it when I was began training in Taekwondo when I was younger because the attitude was: if you don't turn up, sorry, yeah, you monk, brought it back to yeah, being yeah. a monk. If you didn't turn up. <laughs> Ten minutes before, you're yeah. basically already late. Oh, okay, don't bother yeah. turning up. All right. So, is I would that something be- that your sensei? What's your what's your Miyagi called? <laughs> Miyagi Do. His name's Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but is that is that something that that is embedded into the culture? Of yes, that? pretty much. So, you, you should be there, already warmed yeah. up before the lesson. It's a respect thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, uh, more of a, a kind of a Western Japanese kind of thing, whereas in Okinawa, they, they're a bit more casual. You turn up, you don't turn up. Oh, whatever. If a two-hour session or something like that, it doesn't really matter. But what it, what I didn't realize was that was just basically like an, an early manifestation of a um, need or desire to feel that I'm in control of mm-hmm. everything around me. And interesting, you mentioned about kids because I didn't realize just how deeply rooted that issue was until I had children and then constantly like being anxious and stressed about don't put that there da, 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 you know don't no, that's dangerous no slow down stop running blah, blah, blah. and just having almost like a meltdown about this um idea of being in control with what's around me um so if i could change anything it would be to be more let loose and and not give be a bit fancy free yeah which i guess right going back to last week when you talked about an imaginary friend both of mine were, were, were more focused around like just chill out mm. just let it go it's okay yeah, so what, yeah oh you know and i'll always have this thing like, oh what if they fall over and what if this happens mm-hmm. and 
you know, my, my counselor was like, you know, when those situations come up, you know, you really, the question you should be asking yourself is, um, you know, so what? That, that's so what, a, you know, if she falls yeah. over and she hurts herself, you know, not necessarily so what, but you no. know, like, you know, what's like, next? What's, well, the, yeah, thing, yeah, what's what is, the repercussion yeah, but, of that? But so also what, yeah. it's, it's a normal thing. Yeah. Kids fall over. Yeah. And I guess, you know, I've got three boys yeah. in my house and they fight. And sometimes my wife wants to step in. I'm like, let it play out. Yeah, 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 yeah. They need. There's a learning moment yeah. here, and sometimes that's really hard to watch because my nice things are getting broken. <laughs> like they're gonna smash my. Table. And he's not talking about his kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. They, they'll repair themselves. Yeah, they're self. They they're self repairing. Yeah, right? That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. But it is true. It's, it's yeah. hard to let go of so like the, the idea chaos of, kind of, of children. Micromanaging, and, but then yeah. like once I became aware of it with the kids, then I, you know, they allowed me to step back and go like, well, hang on, where else is this happening? Mm. It's like it happens in a lot of areas. There's a certain boundary, I think, that where well, you go beyond that. I'm like, well, I've got no way of controlling that, and it, it ceases to be a problem. But if I perceive it as something that is in within my sphere of influence, then that's when the issue really takes hold. Um, you know, the level of stress. I mean, I attribute a lot of my heart issues that I have now um, to that, to getting stressed out over the years. Fuck, Luke. Like you just saying that goes. I just was like. Well, fuck, yes. I need to control. There, a lot of my mm. life is designed around, like, I need things a specific way. Like, I get home, my keys go in the bowl. If they're not in the bowl- <laughs> <laughs> This is your neighbor, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's and if the wrong to person ride. picks my keys up- <laughs> But, but you, you know, you like, go full into yeah, it. But I have, I have a specific <laughs> thing. Like if I, if I, every time I stand up, I will pat myself down to make sure that I have. A piece. You know, <laughs> if that's missing, I get upset. <laughs> I know where to look for it, Chase but I, is good. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, I guess the, the thing for me though is there is a lot about control. Like mm. you saying that, and I was just like, going, fuck yeah, I do a lot of things around because I can't control certain amounts of chaos. I control what I can control probably to a to an extent. Like you guys have never seen that part joking. Has that influenced your career choices being in a classroom? Interesting. And, no, the thing, the thing and is, thinking that's yeah. a controlled environment yeah. and you See, have a kind of dictatorship in the room, but actually a, yeah. the reality is fucked. puts the dick in dictatorship. A, <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about teaching, you can't say that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't no. really <laughs> it's interesting you say that because I found it's been a double-edged sword with that because I find it going into teaching and being hyper aware within the classroom that there are clear, there's a boundary of which it goes beyond my control and that kind of release of having that anxiety in terms of behavioral management, especially with the students yeah. is like, you know, I've done my bit, like, you know, at the end of the day, if they want to continue those practice there's consequences that are policy driven and, you know, are set up to protect me in that sense. Yep. But what I find now is what I'm trying to balance out is I deal with all that and feeling that when I get home and when I deal with behavior at mm -hmm. home, I have mm. zero tolerance at that point. Yep. Everything is being burned out right. in the day. I agree with you. So I get home with my kids and the minute one of them pops their head up, they get both barrels from the shotgun. Yeah, and it's right. like, right, I am done with standing back and listening to this. Yeah. You're my kids. I, you know, is it, yeah, is yeah, it right. interesting how much patience you can have at school yeah, 100%. and how little patience you have it's, with your own? Like it's, it's, it's almost really, that thing that the cobblers, the cobblers yeah. kids have no shoes because, yeah. mm. you know, I don't want to bring my work home with yeah. me. And there yeah, right. are moments where I, I kind of find myself going, if this was actually work, then I would have treated this a different way. Yeah. But then again, I'm like, I get respect at work, yeah. not at home. 
That happens. I've made the mistake of like I guess there's a there's there is a difference though where there's a level of familiarity. Yeah, I, isn't I, like it? I'm it being is, flippant, yeah, Amanda. Yeah, I, yeah, I, but yeah. but there is a moment where you have some expectations of your kids, but there is a professional border a at, level of between arm. school, yeah. armor, right? and there is a, a level of I am respected because I am this person that is a teacher or you know i'm i'm this 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 the role is imbued role, with, yeah. and you are this role so you know what you are whereas you know i've made the mistake i often joke and say oh i've made the mistake of telling my kids i love them and that way they know i won't throw them out a window when i tell them <laughs> that i will whereas the kids at school don't know that yeah so well you know. and the other thing is all well, the flip with that is like at school you have no idea what's going on with that individual's life outside oh. of the classroom mm -hmm. where you're yeah. there so there's that level of tolerance and, and understanding because like you i've no idea what's going on for you so i'm going to give that latitude whereas when you go home you know pretty much what's exactly happened yeah in home and i'm saying this and as i'm saying this i'm thinking but i don't really know what's happening yeah. Yeah, day i just school. had exactly the same thought yeah. so th yeah, that's a lesson straight there for myself as well is is but it breeds that almost contempt of like i know exactly what your life's like it's pretty schmick compared yeah. to these other, you know yeah. what's going on mm. there and there's no reason why you should be giving me this kind of grief yeah. right now mm. yeah. and yeah. I, i've said like literally i think a couple of days ago i may have told one of my teenage children to check their privilege because they were being quite- You're acting like you're white. They yeah. were being quite nasty about things. And I was like, can you just take a moment because you're showing a real sense of non-appreciation for what you actually have. And you're you're saying things that make you come across like a bit of a, a, a tool, really. Um, and you need to check your privilege because you can't talk about people like that because mm, yeah. not everyone has the same upbringing that you do and not, you know, some have it better, some have it worse, whatever that means. And you've got to acknowledge that in life. If you act that way, people are going to look at you and go, what a tosser. There's also this thing with um, kids, and I've noticed this for my two-year-old, um, when they get home- and act out, a lot of it is because they have been perfectly well behaved. Yeah, they've yeah. been holding it together. They need to release. Yeah. They've been holding it together yeah. at school or at rage. grandma's or whatever. And not safe at home. And suddenly they're in their safe place and Soft they can let all their emotions yeah. out. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So I think we've all got kids well. like that. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, think that's that. I think that's natural. I think well, that's what I think you should let just, them do that, right? Yeah, 100%. Just like I come here to get my vent out while it comes home and vents on me. Josiah. Because you're like, safe. Like, like, it's safe. It's You, you know, you, there's whatever. unconditional love there yeah. and they yeah. know it. And that's where you learn about your kids yeah. as well. I mean, it's, it's right. just that recognition as well that, you know, like um, like you were saying about when you shout, you, you cease to be the adult in the room. Yep. You have to remind yourself constantly in those situations, you are the adult in the room. They're operating in that space and it's our responsibility in a way to guide them through that. Mm -hmm. Uh, as parents, why this became yeah. a parenting thing all of a but sudden. See, I don't do that. I just give them a computer in their room, tell them to shut the door and leave me alone. Okay. <laughs> I, I would never I have, my kids a date. I would never have known you had a control issue oh. with being late because you're always late. <laughs> yeah, he's always yeah, late. See how he's working it? See how he's working it? Yeah. Yeah. And it stresses me. Yeah. It stresses yeah. me out big time. Cool, my heart. Like like I, there have been many times for training when I've got to a point where I'm look, you know, trying to get it all organized and I'm like, I'm done. Out. Yeah. I'm not even going now. Yeah. I can't face turning up late. Yep. I used to do that at uni if you'd like <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, I, we I, I was in. Oh, the, I'm, late, I'm late Monday. I won't go for the week. I was <laughs> in the video arcade. <laughs> well, that was, I'd catch the bus to town, go to the video arcade, go, oh, no, it's too late. Go home again. I did the same thing with an X Men cartoon. Yeah. How can I possibly teleport from 8 30 when that finishes to my 8 30 class? And I'm like, oh, I'm just not going to go in. 
Someone but, once said, do you have a video recorder? Because that's how old I was. Yeah. But uh, I was like, yeah, but then other people have seen it before. Yeah, right. If it's, what if something's on TV and it's never shown I again? need to hear. What about you, Brett? What's uh, what's the uh, the devil inside? Look, I think I've talked about this with Flopsy that quite often I want to say things and I hold back. Quite Ooh. often there are things going in my head that are like- You've heard me say things. There are things that I'm holding back. So okay, I reckon I can pinpoint what exact moment last week when that happened, uh, where I got a look from across the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, the looks are just me going, I can't deal with you right now. It's the things where people say stuff and I've got really inappropriate shit going through my head. And I've, you know, here it's a bit safer. Yeah, I can yeah. let some of it fly at work when, you know, they're dumber than you guys, <laughs> and that's saying something. <laughs> the bar is low right? here, really and, low. And I'm in a meeting, and they're saying the dumbest shit ever, and I'm just, you know, I'm holding it back so hard not to say, well, I'm sorry, I can't see it from your perspective because my ass, is, my head's not up my ass like yours. <laughs> I, have you that, know? I have that work, but I don't find that an issue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, have to, I deal with dumb people constantly. Yeah, but I want to say stuff and I've got to hold it in. And it's the devil right there on my shoulder going, oh, you could really call them out. Yeah, right. And I've got to always, I'm always going, be grateful, be forgiving, be, you know, be a bit more generous with yourself or your time or, you know, your responses. But really, I just want to call out their dumb fuckery. (laughs) Just say it to them. I have a story on this. So I had a friend of mine who uh, who worked with me and he got a job transfer out west. And, and so I, I decided to write him a song, a, a farewell song. And the song basically, the lyrics were, you left your job and that's congratulations for the rest of us commiserations. Um, but while you've gone and gone away, you've got your job. I'm here to stay and deal with fucktards. And- <laughs> <laughs> and that song was on my YouTube channel for a very long time till someone at work found it and they actually addressed me on it. Right. And they're like, really? Yeah. So, like, like you know, um, well, it wasn't that that caused me to pull it back, but I, I do want to put it back on now because it was actually the fact my children found it and then I heard the word fucktard come out from yeah. a very small mouth. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> probably shouldn't. Like, why Why are my children looking at my YouTube channel? This is not good. There's a tent review on there. It's the most important thing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but that's the thing. Like, you know, it was a joke, but also- it's artistic license. But also, he left me to deal with fucktards. Yeah. Like, I guess- And now def- we're going to have to edit this out of the podcast. No, no we're going to put a link to that song up. Yeah. 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 I, Not all of them are fucktards. I but- guess the difference Thank between you. my job and your job is after I deal with the people, probably the same people that you're talking about, uh-huh. to be honest. Uh-huh. I actually then go down and go to the rest of the IT department who deal with the same fucktards yeah. that, that you've been talking about and go, oh, you cannot believe what they've just done. Yeah. <laughs> and and I've got to go, all right, Lindsay's left now. Let me help you fix your fucking problem, you dumb fucking- You click the left button, not the right button. No, it's not actually a rodent. It's a mouse. <laughs> We're okay you have, here. You have multiple screens. Stop duplicating well, them all. Yep. I had a screen issue today, Justin, mm-hmm. where, mm-hmm. oh, there are five screens in my office not being used. My screen's not working. Okay. IT couldn't fix it. Okay. Pick up one screen, put another screen, plug it in. Is that better? Yeah. They'll come and fix the other one then. When you're not, it's not being used. There's heaps of time to fit. Like, you know, come on, people. <laughs> Don't just- be so 
fucking inadequate yeah. all the fucking time. I really is, is, is this episode going to be the one that's called where we commit career suicide? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am. Yeah. Some of us already have. <laughs> Mine will be fine. We're very short yeah. staffed at the moment. <laughs> Actually, true. That's true for yeah, us as well. Yeah. yeah. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I got tenure. So, yeah, that's me just trying to hold back that thing. And I wish, I wish. And that's, you know, Flopsy kind of came out of that to go, mm. what would you say if you could say everything that to, came yeah. to your mind? Nice. Mm. That's where Flopsy kind of came from because it was like that thing of going, all right, well, Here's what's and even Flopsy's not saying it all. Flopsy's you know holding back a little bit, but I wish I could say everything that's going. Like even at the table, the stuff I'm you hear me jump in with little bits of innuendo or snippets or whatever. But there's a lot in there that holding back. Funny. Join in for our <laughs> oh, upcoming session. Um, Brett Howe after dark. <laughs> Unfiltered, uncut. Gross. See, right there, I've got three things in my head. One about Absolutely racial gross. abuse, Absolutely. you know, that I can't do. Yep. There's a whole heap of stuff. Yeah. And I know they're wrong. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah, if this is what comes out, imagine what we filter. Right. <laughs> yeah. oh, this would be a substantial paywall for that material. And I had the same response with my kids. Yeah. Yep. If that's what came out, imagine what we filtered. <laughs> <laughs> Leave my nephews alone. Uh, point proven. Justin, what's your what's your brother? I actually think I've talked about this before. I think for me, the devil inside me is impulse control. I have so I think I've spoken about night guy before here. So mm. there is a persona in my in my body and I have dubbed him night guy. So night guy will make very bad choices that, I love night that guy. day guy has to deal with. And night guy is an absolute asshole to Anything that I have commitment to. So, day guy wakes up in the morning and goes, you got to lose some weight. You've got to actually go to the gym, which day guy will do. Day guy will, will eat well. You just be He'll- careful with your pronunciation of day, go, day <laughs> guy. Uh, yeah. And so, day, but day guy makes good choices for himself. He will do stuff and he'll say, I'm going to go to bed early today. I'm not going to do anything. And then night guy will buy a bottle of wine and then play video games till cheap wine. to a cheap wine, very cheap wine. Day day guy six dollar port. Yeah. Oh, night guy loves a good six dollar port because it reminds him of Game of Thrones and <laughs> and going going hunting with uh, the Starks and the Baratheons. But but night guy is literally a persona that I fight against all of the time like night guy just wants to party down all the time he wants to forget anything to do with responsibility he wants to have a ball all of the time and night guy is an asshole for day guy night guy is the best part of me i wish i could be night guy 24 7 but i can imagine exactly the ruin that i would leave behind because night guy is not responsible if you want to send fan art of Night Guy and Day Guy to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Fumble Through, please yeah. do. I am yeah. looking forward to that. Day Guy's yeah. full of privilege. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but the 
problem is, the problem is though, if I repress night guy for too long, day guy gets yeah. really stressed out. Yeah, yeah. And day guy goes, oh man, I need a break from this. You're like uh, Two Face. Yeah. <laughs> Rigmarole. Like, I need a release. And then it's Maybe like- Maybe you need a new unleash, one. Unleash. Unleash Night Guy. Well, Maybe well, you need Dust Guy. What's the repercussion <laughs> if Night Guy takes over? Night Guy takes over. Night Guy just took over for a couple of weeks. I put on 10 kilos. Night and? Guy Night Guy gets- and? Night Guy makes Day Guy hungover. Night and? Guy makes Day Guy really tired at work. And? Night Guy means- Yeah. Did I see Night Guy at that award ceremony that time when within yep. like half an hour you had three glasses yep. of wine and the That's shit you were saying about That's colleagues right behind was yeah. fuck it was amazing. It yeah. was a thing to behold, yeah. it really was. I love Night Guy's amazing to be just That's- bri- like there's like other four of the members of staff around the table when he just started off and everyone was just like, What the when, shit? When do I get to meet to, Night Guy? To be clear, I started playing this role playing game with Night Guy and Mikey. <laughs> And it was the best oh, game. Mikey brings out- uh, Mi- it was- Mikey was there when we right. dubbed Night Guy. It was the best game ever. It was the funnest- Justin was actually pleasurable to be around. <laughs> yeah. I want to meet So much fun. Yeah. And then- This- <laughs> this, this comes into play. This- yeah. But this goes to back what to what you're saying, Brett. Night guy has no filter. Night guy, I love that. Night guy, that's n- why. Night guy that's goes. What I want. Night guy goes. Just fucking. F- if you're gonna jump, jump. Like yes. you know, fucking full on. Like All night. Right. Night go guy. Home, go home. Yeah. yeah. Night guy is the guy that goes. Okay, look. I know I've got to work in the morning. I know it's midnight. But let's pop open a bottle let's of have wine. That second bottle of wine. Yeah, <laughs> let's open a bottle of wine right now. Play GTA. I'm really worried that night guy's gonna get me a heroin addiction. <laughs> Like that's that's right. the kind of okay. I can see I can night see the extent where yeah. you go or a night guy might you know leave in Las Vegas be a little too hard <laughs> <laughs> tattoo yeah. on the face. Yeah. 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 I want to start taking a camera around when we whenever I'm come with Justin just for photos of night guys. So can you just say come with Justin and I'm done? <laughs> <laughs> I know I know this about you guys. I didn't really try not to look at anybody. You said that. I looked at the table <laughs> and Brett still came all, in. I was like, I'm going to drink. <laughs> but yes. So anyway, that's the, the demons that we all have. We all we all have them. We've, we're all struggling and that's probably not even the worst of mine. <laughs> I, I, I think so yeah, no, that's the ones I can voice. Yeah, that's right. There's so I want to meet Night Guy. More. I'm really upset now because I want to meet should, Night Guy. Night Guy's not I'm hard. I'm getting mad. Night Guy's not hard, hard to meet. We need, hard we, need, to meet. we need a weekend recording away. Yeah. That's what we need. No, no, no. no, 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 no recording, recording is not a Night Guy place because Justin's going to be DM. Oh, no. What I mean is after we Day Guy owns the kind of the restricted place. After we've done the recording oh, yeah. itself where we're there and then I, just chilling yeah, out. Night Guy's the funnest in public <laughs> with other people around. Oh, Night really? Guy is the funnest with people mm. around because he needs something to respond to. He needs some stimulus. <laughs> <laughs> he needs- <laughs> Yeah. What I'm hearing is a night out, guys. Is what I, I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Night Guy What bad. time, Luke? What time do you want to start? And and how quickly do we need to After do that? After this beer, gonna- actually, Night Guy's like, yeah. he's inside right now. Just have six more of those. <laughs> Just have six of them. Yeah, so one I'm, hearing, I'm, hearing, I'm, hearing, I'm hearing felons. I'm hearing- uh, Yeah, yeah. And, think- and off we go. <laughs> Look, if anyone is in the local Brisbane area and wants to join up and have a night guy night out- <laughs> Night guy <laughs> night out. I love yeah, it. I love it. I love it. That's our new we kickstarter. T-shirts, that's it. T-shirts yep. and oh, merch. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. 
This is a Kickstarter goal. Right if anyone is interested right in, in yep, if anyone's yeah. interested in us starting a night guy night out Kickstarter, let us know. I still have friends that text me and go, "Is night guy coming out to play tonight?" And I'm like, "No, I've got work. All right, he's coming out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Day guy the, is an asshole because Day guy is so weak. The, yeah, Day guy is so shit and calling <laughs> to his conviction. That's right. Yeah. Day guy's like, yeah, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Teen Wolf was at night guy. Briefly, when you tried to do the worm. Well, oh, that sounds like a night guy move. When did I? Ch- yes, it, it sounds like night guy. When there was a I very brief moment. Where you were pretty drunk at the time. At, we were at Mikey's place. Oh, yes. yes. That was night guy. So, yes. That was night guy. That lasted very little because oh, you yeah. tried to do the worm and you hurt yourself. And then I think that. Oh, Dago no, I wasn't so sure that you hurt yourself, but I think no, Mikey's I daughter Mike, hurt herself and she tried to do the same then, thing. No, Mikey fell over. <laughs> I fell over too, but- <laughs> I got in trouble after that for drinking too much. Yeah, I left pretty early because I was- Mikey brings out Night Guy pretty fucking Mikey's easily. Good Mikey's good at that. Mikey's got his own Night Guy too. <laughs> yeah. Again, my so, sight. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Let's get back to this game. So, guys- Oh, yeah. That's what we do, we do at this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a great chat. That was Absolutely. the best yeah. dicey question we've had in ages. Oh, good. I thought it was actually going to be a shit one. So yeah, it went it went long, but I sure. think it was I good. I need to think of some ideas of that- Night Guy t-shirts now. I think-, <laughs> I think we used the can cover from last week. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 Night Guy's got to be shitter than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Night Guy's be- got to be with carrying- a belly. Yeah, and carry- <laughs> carrying a bottle of shit wine. <laughs> Adam West, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> the t-shirt's a little too short. Nice. Oh, the butt like, cracks kind of, like, kind of like Sarah yeah. you saw earlier. Right? Yeah, the, the, the controller's in his hand with a bottle of wine. His cow's cat ears with yeah. like a stocking pulled over the top of yeah. it. Just with people going, oh, no, he did it. Anyway. All right, bring us back, Justin. Bring us back. All right. I believe I'm going to throw, not to me, but to J.R. Lockwood. J.R. Lockwood. J.R. Lockwood. What you got, Flint Lockwood? Flint Lockwood! Flint Lockwood! As Nikron landed, he cauterizes Dazzlin and Moradius's wound. It wasn't Dazzlin, was it? It was Norbus. Norbus and Moradius's. He, he scratches out, makes note. Moradius's <laughs> wounds with his flaming feathers, leaving a long lava stream down his chest. Ooh. After both of them have stabilized, the, the party rests before returning to town for JR and the Stonebird's first gig. JR and the Stonebirds! Mm. Uh, love it. <laughs> I love it's it. a short interlude uh, chapter. That well, one. we didn't really do much. Like, you know, yeah, I got fifty gold. Smash cut <laughs> stage. <laughs> there's people everywhere. The sound. There's hustle and bustle. You guys are inside and in. People are waiting for J.R. Lockwood and the Stonebirds to play. We have not seen the Stonehill Inn this excited for a long time. Or ever, because you've only been in town for like two days. <laughs> okay. JR, when, when are we starting? Oh, hey, we'll go on stage now and uh, we'll warm the crowd. You're going to go over there? Yeah, just, you know, wherever you can be heard. Okay, I need to know this. What is JR's, uh, what is his pre-show ritual? Every, you know, performers yeah, yeah. have a pre-show ritual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you, magic mouth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. All right. And and <laughs> follow up question: What's on JR's rider? <laughs> on my what? 
He's writer. You know how rock stars yeah. want like no, only the blue, rock star. Only the blue M and M's. Everyone or, gets a writer. Yeah, I like, have no idea what that is. Oh, like you know when they're like, you I need five bottles stuff. of this, and I want only the blue M and M's. Being and a I diva. Want, yeah. Oh, what's I your demand? About that? So I've seen some writers in my time. And what I know is that the crew put shit on that rider so they know people have read the rider for the technical equipment. So the blue jelly beans are so they know if there's a bowl of blue jelly beans, they've read it and all the gear that they've asked for is going to be there. Yeah. If there's no blue jelly beans, then someone hasn't actually taken note of the rider and they're going to be in for a shit fight and they need to check all the gear that's there. Okay. That's the checking process of that. That's Ooh, what's going that's on. That's actually yeah. pretty cool. They also put, you know, three bottles of bourbon for the crew on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that a paperback rider? Oh, my God. Paperback rider. Writer. I haven't actually thought about what JR's vices and luxuries are. Okay. He's nut guy. Yeah. He, he might want a lemon-scented water to clear out his yeah, he, throat. Yeah, he's probably- To get his vocal cords. He, 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 he's, he's fairly <laughs> new. To, to warm towels, to place his hands in to keep them warm. He's fairly new out of the college, so he probably right. hasn't really- yeah, you got to find find. Yeah, your, it takes find, a while yeah. to. What a mate. poor excuse for really lame and, 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 and inadequate character development in Seaside. So, <laughs> can he, I? He would make sure the um, fire, like the torches, aren't anywhere near his headroom because of a bad experience that he had when he was. Um, <laughs> he's pretty short, was so that's Jackson. okay. <laughs> well, that was one of the things we rolled. Remember that yeah, I had a bad yep, experience. Yep. Week um, can I ask you a, this question? You talked about magic mouth, and I've talked, I've thought about this. What does your magic mouth look like? Like, I know that it can just be uh, an invisible collagen, sound thing, or is there a visual to it? Like, no, it, tell it is, us about there it. is a visual thing. Like, it actually, yeah, what makes is it? a mouth? Is it you like- remember this? I don't even know what the show was called. But as a kid, there was like some sort of random Molly Grubs. Was Molly it? Grubs. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> the sun, oh, the, no, sun? The, su- the that was from no, just- um d- that was from Boobars the sun or the from, creepy um- mouth yeah, the creepy the mouse. Eyes. It was a white face. It was yeah. like it was like the moon from um from. I can you see? Moon. Can you moon. see how much I have to hold back? Oh, from um. Oh, what's that program called? Oh, Mighty Boosh. Mighty Boosh. Thank you, thank yeah. you. I am the moon. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, so it's yeah, uh, big red lips and yeah. All right. Magic mouth. Yeah. So yeah, he's gonna like suck himself up. <laughs> did you, I, That's not I, uh, I put it to our listeners. Yeah. What did you hear? Yeah. What did you hear? Said just then. Because I know what I heard. <laughs> yeah. too. I heard exactly the same was it, thing. Was it up or off? <laughs> Oh, the wheels are falling yeah. off. I'll tell yeah. you what's off right now. JR's had some of his ribs removed. That's all he's right. Oh, he's got magic mouth. He's a half He probably doesn't have half, half the ribs anyway. And he right? has the magic mouth is on his loot, so it's in it's, it's convenient. Anyway, he sucks himself loot. up. He's in his his show show garb, yep. you know, which is basically you know sequins. Crutless. Yeah, pretty much. He he prestidigitates everything sparkly. That's all he does. Oh, yep. And um, he walks onto the stage. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, good evening, Fandalen! Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, I think he's on. Shh. Everyone, shh. Shh. I think this is... What, what are you doing? As it started. <laughs> my name's uh, J.R. Lockwood, and uh, these are the Stonebirds, my, my fellow compatriots. And he motions to Meridius, who's probably out. And, yeah, table table next to the stage. Table next stage, and Nycron, who's in the Hanging rafters. upside down with the... Uh, the seat bell. 
know what I heard? I heard they tried to give him cheese and he said he's bigger than cheeses. <laughs> um, so I thought I might perform for you a bawdy ballad. Yeah? Uh, Do you uh, like, like bawdy so ballads? <laughs> Get on with it. Well, here it goes. Boarding? I said here. Just here. I don't need. Okay. Oh, that actually works. Oh, princess, oh, princess, I love you so. From your maiden head to your dainty big toe. And in. Hey, in the magic- nonny, nonny. Yeah. Hey, nonny, nonny. Yep. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you have the sheath that fits my long sword. Give it a swing, you'll get a reward. Hey, nonny, nonny. Hey, nonny, nonny, no. <laughs> Sounds like someone's getting buried. You're in. So lower your drawbridge and let me come in. Hey, nonny, nonny. Hey, nonny, nonny. Ho. Ho. That's it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make a performance check for me, please, Lindsay. Oh, give him what? Is he well going to get a modifier well for that? Lindsay, well 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 so so you can have advantage yeah, well on this roll. Ooh. Um, 17. Oh, wait. It's a stringed instrument. So, not. Well, is it stringed or oratory or both? I didn't hear any strings. I, yeah, heard I didn't a lot hear of any lot. strings. I learned about it. It's true. Well, I thought you were It's a stringed instrument. I forgot about my stringed instrument <laughs> behind <laughs> me. It's been about um, three hours tuning that thing up. <laughs> 19. 19. Yeah. So, the, you feel like the, cl- the crowd are on board with this. They loved it. Even some of the children are like, oh, oh what's a sheath? What's a maiden head? Yeah. What's so, a drawbridge? But, yeah. But, <laughs> What's but, an innuendo? Yeah. But there's, there's plenty of people that are laughing and singing, and the whole turn, uh, the, the whole inn starts to turn, and you, you see the, the life of the inn start to warm up, laughter starts to spread, the drinks start flowing, people start walking past, throwing um, some coins into your uh, into your little, the, the little coffer to give you tips, like a piano man um, on, a, on a piano. That you don't have, but guitar case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and sure enough, more and more people come in as you continue your performances throughout the evening, and people are having a really, really good night uh, for that. Can you just roll me a percentile check for me? Forty-six. Oh, you end up earning about four gold pieces Ooh, for your performance. And now, just to just to put it in perspective, that's a lot. Yeah, considering that a lot of these guys are miners and loggers and stuff, but it's all in coppers and a couple of silvers and stuff. But you you end up getting an entirety of uh, four gold pieces uh, through the the drinks and tips and all that kind of stuff. Note to JR and the Stonebirds: Magic Mouth is not worth it. It cost me oh, ten cost gold to cast hey. it. And, uh, <laughs> Did too. <laughs> Our overheads are more expensive than our return. Yeah, I might just skip that next time. Mm, I mean, y- you were more relaxed than I've ever seen you in that performance. <laughs> what, what did you guys think about your first show? Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Speechless. I mean, uh, no nerves. You were like a rock. <laughs> yeah, I love to rock. You're a bit flighty, then. Oh, that was lovely. Oh, nice, 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 nice. That was lovely, Jubbly. Like, you know, 
can you perform like that all the time? Like this. Yeah. This is as long as we're in town. Well, people, uh, people I need are loving stay. this, Jr. Okay. Well, I'll come back tomorrow night. I think our four pieces of gold may actually multiply. Do you think I could stomp with my other foot next time? If you want. Who? Oh, interesting. I'll practice. Mm. Uh, I will start composing a new ballad. Ooh. And the night passes with joviality and joy. There are no leftovers left on anyone's table at the end of that night. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you spend your first night in the inn, which is quite comfortable. It's, I mean, it's nothing amazing, but it is uh, humble, but very comfortable. Mm. And, and it's warm and you are, you are fed in the morning. And people throughout the town who are leaving to go back to their camps and all that are uh, uh, congratulating you, JR. You're the talk of the town. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm hopefully going to perform tonight if I don't get dragged away on some exciting adventure. And you wake up and there's a giant pair of bloomers on the end of your bed. Bloomerneck. Are these yours, Meradius? Um, Are you in, in the bed with him? I don't look good in blue. <laughs> no. What? Why? I don't know who these are. Is this a real thing? Mm. Yeah. I take them down and investigate. <laughs> when you do a perception Breakfast. check on them and see if you recall anybody that might fit into them. Breakfast time? Is it breakfast? Yeah, you get breakfast, breakfast served. Toblin, the, uh, what is, what people is, start moving in and out. What do you call this, Toblin? What's this beautiful? This is delicious, this breakfast. It's really nice. It's, does call, it come in man-sized portions? I call that oats. Oaty, oaty, very good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Highland oaty, 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 oh, Very good, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And he would yeah, have just put, uh, by this point, he's putting the pan down in yeah, front of you. yeah. He is not just giving you a bowl. He's like serves everyone else and just goes clonk with the rest of the, oh, the tub. Perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect. You got any honey for the uh, and yeah, berries in the delicious. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, and you, the day is yours to do with as you will. We haven't really explored around the town, have we? Well, is there anything we want to purchase? Because if not, I think we should continue on our quest. Which quest would that be? Oh, we're going to go see the rock gnomes about their weapon that can slay a dragon. Nacred, he said purchase. Is that... Are you talking to you about purchase? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> nice. I wouldn't know. I haven't got any money. Oh. <laughs> but... Uh, oh, wait. Hang on. Hang on. Here we go. Well, I don't know. 54. 54? Uh, silver, yeah. Right. Okay. I think. Sure. Well, I've, we on? I've only got nine gold pieces on me currently, so I'm not really looking for anything. Right. I mean, we have the 50 gold that we got from the can, mayor. Can we just go do a little window shopping and see what's around? If you would like. Didn't you get some yeah. gold from the last quest yes. as well? But I don't. Window shopping. A, a bird flew down from the sky and took it all. Window shopping. Nycrin stood in front of the glass, just fucking attacking his <laughs> reflection. <laughs> There's a wings, an imprint of wings on there. All right, so what are you actually going to do, though? 
Are there shops in town? What's the kind yeah, of yeah? There are shops in the town. Gig? There's uh, so it depends what you are after. So there is a Bathens Provisions, which is basically a, a shop where you can buy provisions for like it's it's a supermarket more than anything where else. Where is there that will do like healing potions or anything like that? Is there anything that we can get? Well, you, damage on you that? met her on your uh, first ah, way out, and then I kidnapped can go get her. her. If you want, tell me to go get her. I can. I know where she's. And then you kidnapped her. We, got her uh, we did not kidnap her. We rescued without consent. <laughs> she's still a little bit upset with that. So uh, I'm not sure if that's the right way. But uh, yeah, Adabra is uh, is the one that, that does all the potions around Abra, here. Maybe my next song will be uh, Ode to Her to try and mend bridges. Mm. Ode to what, Her. Is that a we, fragrance? Or? Was that her bridges on your bed? Yeah, I have no idea. If in, I in, hope not. They were pretty large. In town, if you want ordinary goods and supplies, that's uh, Barthens Provisions. So you can go there to get uh, normal type things. But if you are if you're looking for weapons and such, you can go to the Lion Shield Costa. I'm going to hit Harbrin up for food, a Toblin up for food. So we've got some hard tack to take with us. If he'll provide that, yeah, we'll pack up a lunch for you. Great. Mm-hmm. Where are you going? I reckon if, I, I don't need to buy anything. Me either. So, do I you want to be? If you can get something for you, just a little bit more bite. In terms of a weapon, mm. hmm. what's available and the cost? Well, I I have no idea about Is what that these cost or how it works. It's unfiltered. Sorry, I just finished my oat beer and noticed there's an actual oat in the bottom. Yeah. But oh. Yeah, it does sit on the can. It's unfiltered. I didn't seem to have that problem because I don't chew my beer. Right. <laughs> oh, I regurgitated into it. I don't know how the purchasing thing works in this system or what What do you need? Cost. What are you trying to do? Well, I was looking at Potion of Vitality, which apparently gets rid of exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in terms of that, you would probably have to go back and see Adabra. And then a magic weapon would be the other thing, but I don't know if that's a thing like it is in probably not. not probably not in this town. This well, then, town's probably not at a point where a magic- You'd have to go into an actual city centre. It's a too smaller area for them to then, keep magic. You got any range stuff do you need to replace? I don't think so. I've got. Did you chuck a couple of javelins? Have you got those back? Or, yep, yep, <laughs> cool. Well, so how are you? How are you affording a magic weapon? We well, just wanted a window shot. I don't have the money. Oh, okay, you're going to steal it. <laughs> we I have don't. a bard. We were going to knock the price down, right? Hmm. Negotiate. Charm person. Are Mag- these knickers yours? <laughs> no, I'll buy this sword and give you a bit of magic mouth. <laughs> Ten GP. I'll be the sheath. You be the sword. All right. All right. All right. Let your drawbridge down. All right. So, what are you going to do? How do you remember all that? It was only it was only three verses, and a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> I, I personally like the maidenhead one. The very first one. I love you I from your maiden like, head to Where's your the maidenhead challenge? Yeah. There is nothing. I mean, I, move on with the yeah. game. I Sorry. think I think I'd like to go and visit the. The gnomes. Yes, let's go visit the underground. gnomes. Underground. Okay. I'd, I'd like to go into those underground. We're like, going underground. Fantastic. Leave um, the singing to me, please, Nycrin. <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Uh, it would be interesting to see what their underground area looks like. and It's probably they... dark. I don't really feel comfortable going underground. I think you might be amazed at how the gnomes are able to excavate and build large cavernous areas in an underground. You say, you say that, but gnomes are small. I, I feel that their tunnels will be small. Your, your voice is completely changed after singing. It's first thing in the morning. 
<laughs> consistency, consistency. So you, I mean, you would probably spend a little bit of time talking to people around the gnomes, Nomengard. What is Nomengard? Where is Nomengard? Yeah. And you can get a piece, a couple of Sorry, pieces of information, Nomengard. Okay. Um, you can get a couple of pieces of information from people. Basically, Nomengard is a home of rock gnome wizards who uh, have basically uh, formed a bit of an alliance with the neighbouring humans and dwarves around here, um, and they they serve magic items to people. So they live in a in a series of caves that is under a waterfall uh, at the base of the mountain southeast of Fandolin, and they basically make crafted items so there people are thinking that maybe they've crafted something that might take down a dragon so that's part of the whole idea of why you might want to go there Shiny. Yeah. sounds interesting in the magic maker and magic they say to you like it, it'll be good to meet the two kings nurkli and corboz nurkli and oh. corboz how how long does it take to get to nurmagard I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that question because I've been looking it up and I can't find it. Well, I need to make sure if I'm going to be able to perform tonight or not. I need to let them know, otherwise my Have you made fans will be most disappointed. We haven't made, uh, did you make a commitment about us performing? No, but I would like to let them know if I'm going to hopefully return. Uh, I think the saying is expectation makes the heart grow fonder. Okay, okay. Let's let's head out to Gnome Regard for X amount of Gnome days. Regard. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's the way Spell on the Gnome Regard. Regard and have a good weekend. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Nomengard's probably a, another half-day march from here. It's about the same distance from where you are uh, that, that you travel to the Dwarven ruins. Okay, if we hurry quickly, we can return. Let's go. Let's go. What's the, what's the, go. What are we, what's the aim of the- uh, uh, We get 50 gold if we talk to them and see if they have a magic weapon. Ah, Excellent. Come on, then. Uh, so Nycrin will take to the air, mm-hmm. and yes, obviously I'll we... cover aerial support for the guys on the ground. Now, this seems like a More bad things. deal to me, but if Townmaster Harbrin, if we give the magic weapon to Townmaster Harbrin, he'll give us 50 gold. Right. So if it's a 5,000 gold pieces weapon... Then we don't give it to him. Well, maybe Slay they the won't trust us... But we can find it. Does say something useful? So if we can find anything else useful, we right. can sell it to him for two magic gold. sending stone. Well, I was going to give one of them to uh, Nycrin here, so oh, he can scout ahead and not nice. be useless. I mean, not <laughs> have to walk with us plebs. Pot kettle black. <laughs> <laughs> Half a day later, you arrive at a stream. You follow the stream uphill to the base of the mountain where waterfall erosion has carved out a natural concavity. The roaring waterfall creates a cloud of mist as it plunges into a shallow pool of water within which rise two small islands covered with two foot tall red, green and purple mushrooms. Several cave openings overlook the pool from the rocky ledges 20 to 30 feet above. The mountain blocks any sunlight from reaching this place, but the one thing that you do know is that the sound of the waterfall makes small sounds actually unable. You actually have to yell to hear each other. Nycrin. <laughs> With the sending stone. Oh, how does this thing work? What? Uh, is this on? Nycrin always um, flies in circles when he's talking on the sending stone because <laughs> his hand's up against his ear. Uh, 
Do you see anything up there? Uh, do I see anything, DM? What do you mean? Uh, yes, scared. a waterfall? Right. Uh, yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm looking. Obviously, I'm up in the air, so I'm going to get a surveillance of the l- larger right. So grain. essentially what you said, let me, let me paint a, a, bit of a, a bit of a picture for you. So there's an inlet. Um, so the, imagine a, a, a large cliff. There's an inlet where a waterfall has eroded inland, uh, you know, probably almost 100 feet. Uh, The waterfall falls down. It's rushing and gushing. There's a stream that comes out of it. In the middle of the waterfall lake where the waterfall is carved out the floor, there's two islands covered in these purple, green, and red mushrooms. Around the edge of of this little inlet kind of area, you can see cave openings that are there. And even from where you are, under the waterfall, even though there's a mist surrounding it, your eagle eyes or whatever bird type you are uh, spot uh, some type of rope bridge just under the waterfall that looks like it goes from a cave opening to a cave opening. The closest of the cave openings is about 30 foot off the ground. There is a pathway that leads up to it um, that is to your left. Uh, that's the first one about 40 foot down from that. There's another one on top of a cliff that's about 20 foot above the ground. And you can also see to your right, there's another cliff with a cave opening about 30 foot above the ground. The only opening that can actually be accessed by walking up it is the first one to the left. And then the stone, the, the rope bridge 20 foot above the air is where the, the rope bridge goes, but that's almost behind the waterfall. Okay. Uh, so Nikron flies down uh, to the other guys mm-hmm. and relays that information. Um, okay. So is um, the first opening first through the water. That one just there. Through the water. Yes. I can get to the bridge if you want me to, or... Well, let's not break in through a window just yet. Let's, uh, let's, um... Knock on the door. We'll go up to the front and maybe announce ourselves. Yeah. Uh, Give me one second. And Moradius is going to go and lay his hand on one of the smooth um, river rocks. Mm -hmm. And you see his skin just smooth out a little bit as he does that. He just kind of smooths it. Oh, oil of Olay. Yep, a little bit of that. (laughs) Botox. And then he looks for a large- Botox. Hi. He looks for a large metre roundish kind of flat stone yep. that he can pick up. Okay. And he picks that up and starts carrying it with him to the waterfall. Okay. The waterfalls, uh, you can't actually walk to the waterfall. You'd have to swim there. Is Mattias going to take a shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The waterfall, there is actually cliffs inside. Uh, so so where to get to, we're going to swim through the lake. You would have to swim through the lake. The the, waterfall you can actually the- get- so the two, there are two entrances that you can sort of look at by land. One of them has a path up, and the other, which is thirty foot above the ground. The other one is also thirty foot, but it's a, on top of a cliff. The other ones are all accessible through water, so you would have to actually jump in the water and swim. Okay, let's follow the path first, then. Hey, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, and you've got a boulder. That's a flat rock. A flat, but a meter wide, like yeah, the big kind of not that thick, just you know, you know, a meter wide flat rock that's not that. That's a very specific piece of shale, yeah, that you are talking yep. about. So yeah, you try and find a, a a rock 
that's similar to that. Similar to that. Okay. As uh, as Maradis grabs that, you guys start walking up the switchback trail up the uh, 30-foot incline, and you get inside a series of tunnels. And from here, you can see the tunnels themselves in this area are about 7 to 10-foot high, hewn into the, uh, into the land itself. Uh, the ceilings are all flat, and so somebody's actually gone through here, and you're not sure exactly what tools have done this, but it is work stone, uh, and it's hewn from solid rock, and it shows uh, some mighty fine craftsmanship. You also see that there are light in all of these tunnels uh, that are, it's lit up by hanging oil lanterns that are attached to rope pulley mechanisms that obviously are... Uh, able to be lowered but the weird thing for all of you that are medium or larging size like mm. normal size people um is that the lanterns are at shoulder height because they are gnome oh. height this area is designed for small people Beware so of the you you jr lockwood uh feel quite at home the seven foot high ceiling Quite spacious, whereas the other two are feeling a little bit cramped. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. We don't see anyone? You don't see anyone at all. Any, like, ropes to ring bells or- No. Door? No, but what you do see is a corridor. There is a, another corridor leading off it to the to the left, and at the end of it, it looks like it's the there's a it, it manifests in a T intersection about 20 to 30 foot down. And is it still very loud in here? It's really loud. Like, in order to talk, you are going to have to yell do quite we, loud. Do we have to walk through the water to get in here? No. The waterfall's right at the end uh, in, in a pool. So, this is before there. There's, like, steam and, like, Are we, like we going to need to walk through the water stuff. at some point? It may be. Who knows? There's Great. a rope bridge that goes through the waterfall. Yep. Excellent. But, yeah. All right. Uh, yes. I think uh, we should just keep going, I guess. Carry um, on. Perhaps. Hello. You should walk first with the height thing and the- Yes, out. yes. Blah, out. Yep, I will continue on. Yeah, so uh, there, about five foot down, there's a corridor off to the left, and then and about 30 to 40 foot down, there's a T intersection. So you've got two two options of which way to go. Actually, three, because the T intersection, go left or right. Nikron, are you okay? Yes. It is. It is. I, I, it's not big. Uh, Maradia, slide to you. I'm sorry. I just look, Nikron just looks really wet. Yep, yeah, and and really unhappy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't know you didn't like underground. Who knew? If you would like to stay outside, there will only be a little bit of judgment about it, but you know. <laughs> uh, no, don't stay outside because no, then we cannot not, protect Ni you. Nikron is not going to stay outside. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Let's continue. Um, so. Uh, I'm going to make... Let's go uh, left at the T intersection. Uh, sure, let's go left. Mm -hmm. So you walk down to the end of the corridor and you get into the T intersection. Even from where you're sitting, the left one actually dog legs around so you can't see uh, it further than about 10 foot. But if you look to your right at this point in time, what you can see is something that that is amazing to you, especially if you're interested in, the, uh, in kind of mechanical arts because bolted to the floor of this room is a rotating platform equipped 
equipped with four heavy crossbows. Um, each crossbow has like a contraption on top of it that looks like it has a lot of bolts uh, attached to it. You can also see that above the crossbows that are pointed in like the four areas of the rose compass, there is a chair at about the, the height of six feet. And you can hear clanking and clattering of this, uh, of this contraption. But even from where you are, you can see that with the, the turning around as the crossbows are on this kind of pivot, you can see that there is a creature that is sitting on the chair. The creature itself has a leather hat on and a set of goggles, um, hair unkempt poking out through the hat at various different colors, pinks, purples, blues, um, quite long, but it is a small sized creature. Oh, Rainbow Dash. That might be our host. Let's go say hello. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So you, you start moving towards uh, the area. It's only about 10 foot till you crest inside of the room. What is your marching order? Me first, apparently. Me first and the gimme gimmies. Good band. Good band. I'll be just over your shoulder. Just uh, yeah, Nikon's at the back. Begrudgingly. Okay. The first thing that happens as you are walking in, you see that the crossbow contraption is spinning around even as you're walking towards it. It spins around to a point where this creature on the top notices you, buckles down. You see it pull the hat a little bit closer to its head and say, "Ah!" and then boom, a button is pressed. You can see the foot descends. You hear a click, clack, kunk as a crossbow bolt comes flying towards you. Uh, J.R. Lockwood is in the firing range, and that will be a, oh, this isn't bad, 22 to hit you, J.R. Lockwood. Before you deal your damage, mm-hmm. I'm going to use cutting words. Mm-hmm. All right. Because it's a reaction, and you can do a reaction in a surprise round? I don't know. Is sure it, you can. Is, Let's go. Is there even a surprise round in this so, thing? Well, I guess you're both aware of each other, so yes. You can get to make your decks on it's your fine. All right. So, yeah, so you are going to be doing that. You're supposed to actually do that before I declare the number, Lindsay. Okay. So what you need to do is now roll your bardic inspiration or your bardic inspiration dice. Well, you can shoot me if you want. That's fine. There's, that- no, there's no surprise round in 5e. Just shoot me. Just shoot me. There is. Just shoot me. I haven't got a. I haven't got a joke prepared. So just. Shoot so me. you do that. So roll the. You use a bardic inspiration. No, just for this. shoot me. Okay. Are you sure? Yes. Are you really sure? Yep. I'm going to play by the rules. Well, I'm not sure that there is a surprise round. I mean, I mean, walking towards it, it, it is. You're quite aware of it because you saw it and you see it spinning. So uh, I'm quite happy for you to have a reaction. Yeah, but it's still whether but whether the attack roll or ability check succeeds or fails. So I did did not call it early enough. So all right, you can say it after I have uh, rolled though. Oh. stuff. Just do it. Well, then do that. Because I want to see. So use your bardic inspiration anyway. I'll use my bardic inspiration. So you roll your bardic inspiration and then subtract that. I subtract that from my roll. Mm. I may have read up on this. (laughs) Lindsay's reaching for three D6. Okay. So that is going to be for you a 20 to hit. Still hits. It still hits. So even with that, the 20 still strikes into you and you take- Eight points of piercing damage as a heavy crossbow bolt slams into you. You can see that this contraption is also moving around. You can immediately notice that another bolt goes 
kink and loads into place as the crossbow string itself auto loads itself. Um, and at this point, let's do initiative. Ooh. I kind of go like, what smells worse than an owl? <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. smells worse than owl? Yeah, because he, sh- he shot me and I didn't get my joke off. Yeah. Okay. So, roll your initiative checks, please. No. No. Seven. Okay. Seven for J.R. Lockwood. What about you, Mr. Moradius? Fifteen. Fifteen. And you, Necron? Uh, Twenty-one for Necron. Twenty-one. Necron, you go first. So, um, can I see a- any, uh, I don't know, kind of uh, mechanism to deactivate this thing. How far away is it? Sorry. So the d- basically you're standing in a corridor. What is the marching order? So it goes J.R. Um, Lockwood, you go at the back and between the two of you is Meradius. So from where you are standing, I would say that this this thing is probably 15 foot away. Okay. So it's three squares away from you. But what you can see is, again, there's, there is a, a creature in the top of the- uh, in the top of the chair um, with goggles on it. And even though that some firing has been done, it looks like that creature is, you know, it's moving. It's obviously a gnome, but it's, it's not really, there doesn't seem to be an aggressive intent or a laughter. It just has buckled on these goggles that it's got on front in front. So you can't even see through the smoky area of the goggles and you, um, you know, it's sitting on the top of the uh, the contraption. But can I, so I can see anything on the contraption that that I that looks like part of the mechanism that controls the firing? Uh, yeah, where the chair is. So the chair that the the gnome is sitting in has a series of foot pedals that spin the contraption and shoot the crossbows. Okay, so can I, from, by looking at that, can I see any particular thing that I think will stop it if I was to to hold it? would stop it from firing again. Uh, as in where you would have to get through the crossbow. No. So Okay, the- so I'm, I'm thinking of casting Mage Hand to mm-hmm. hold on to any part of the mechanism I think will stall it from firing again. Okay, so you cast Mage Hand on, yeah. on to basically maybe the foot of the gnome okay. even. Or, yeah. So a special, you know, flo- yeah, a special floating hand appears at any point you choose within range. is 30-foot range. Okay. The hand lasts for the duration or until you dismiss it, which is a minute. Okay. It lasts for. What level spells that? Uh, it is a cantrip. It's a cantrip. Oh, really? Okay. And what? It, what yep. is the poundage or the what? Like what, how much? Uh, force? The hand cannot attack, activate magic items, or carry more than ten pounds. Okay. All right. So it's enough to to basically you want to put a ten pound pressure yep. against the underside of one of these levers to yep. stop what's going yep. on. And that's okay. my turn. Yeah. All right. So you, which you do, Meradius, It is your go. You shot too hard, goddammit. <laughs> um, how far away is it? Uh, from you, 10 feet. So you're in the, there's you, there's uh, a young JR Lockwood, Can and then they climb up and pull the gnome off the device. And then the device. Uh, so you attempt to move up. Before he does, can you make an insight check onto the gnome? Is the gnome in control of this thing? Is it trying to do us harm? Can I check yep, out its intentions? Make an insight check. That bloody well shot me. Might have done so by accident. We've all made mistakes. But no, this one wanted to kill you, kill you good. Nine. Nine. 
Nine. Uh, uh, again, you, you're not really sure. It doesn't seem like they're maniacal or anything. It just, you know, again, uh, fighter pilot kind of style. The, the, the hat came down, the goggles got arranged, uh, moved around, and then just shot. You know, it's so good. it's not laughing. It's not saying anything. It almost looks like it's in there. Like, you know, a kid playing fighter pilots in a box. It's almost like that. Like, so he's going to move up and try and pick the gnome out of the seat. Kind of, kind of moving. So you move up to the creature. Now, the you have to get into. So because the crossbows are. It, the contraption is designed with to, that the crossbows are in f- between you and the chairs, and the chair is uh, inside. So the crossbows are almost a barrier or a wall between you and the creature on the inside. So how do you think that you're going to get to that? I'll try and jump over it. Athletics check. Okay, make me an athletics check. That's a nineteen. A nineteen is enough to uh, to jump over, but you. Uh, I need you to balance on an area because it's not just the jump check that you need to make; it is also the balancey check mm-hmm. that you need to make. Acrobatics, yeah, fourteen. A fourteen is enough, and you are balancing on the edge of one of the crossbows in front of this gnomish creature. The creature doesn't even look up; it's still fairly intent on the levers and the 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 uh, the goggles that it has. And as you've sort of sat down, it's the, probably the first time you notice that the same smoky lenses that are in the goggles also seem to be above each one of the crossbows, like a little uh, viewfinder, I guess. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Can I grab him out of the seat? Okay. And you attempt grapple? to grapple. Oh, grapple chart. Here, here we, we go. go. <laughs> Okay. All you have to do with a grapple is, I believe, we is an opposed check. Grapple check instead of an attack roll. A strength check contests the target's athletics. It's athletics or acrobatics for you. Mm -hmm. Mine's a strength athletics. Um, If I succeed, you are in the grappled condition. Uh, So what do I have to roll? You roll an athletics or an acrobatics. You've got to beat my... Natural 20. Okay. You on my athletics suck it. And I just on D&D Beyond, it comes up with a B as a natural 20, which is lovely. Yeah. You immediately grab this gnome from- um, from the seat. And it's at that first time you get the first inkling of a surprise as its hands kind of grab at your hands and like, you know, the, one of the goggles slips off and it kind of looks at you with this kind of bleary red eyed kind of look. Why did you shoot uh, my friend? You can see like a wild deranged kind of look and it's intent on what goes on. And it's also the first time as the, uh, as the little hat skews off that you can see a scar almost right down the temple of this creature. Um, of the gnome, and you, it's at that point you're kind of going, oh, something, something's off with this. This doesn't look like a creature that's, uh, you know, something's happened to this. You know when you can t- just tell the way someone moves and something, that there's there's been an accident and the creature may not be all there. JR, this one's broken. <laughs> what do you mean broken? It does not work. <laughs> Bring him here. In, in, a, in six seconds or so, I'll do that. Yeah. You're balancing precariously. Remember, it's a seven foot high ceiling yep. and you are kind of Crouched reaching over, over a thing yeah, yep. between, the, between it and trying to 
trying to move. It is a female gnome. Is it spinning still? Is Yeah, the whole contraption is still moving. Yeah. You can even see the gnome is uh, moving down, but it's the gnome's go. So the first thing the gnome is going to do is try and break free of you. Um, that is a 15. And mine is a 18. An 18, so it doesn't break free Going of nowhere. you. And even with its flailing, you see uh, that a button is, uh, or some, you know, the, the levers and all of that kind of stuff. Can you just roll me a percentile check, please, Luke, to sure. see which one of your uh, mage hands may have come into play with this? I have rolled an 34. A 34. You see that her foot comes slamming straight down onto one of the pedals, but it's exactly the same pedal that you have managed to all mage armor. And without purchase of being able to put some real pressure on it, there's not enough poundage to actually push, depress it. So a crossbow bolt does not fire off this round from this uh, creature. J.R. Lockwood, it is your go. You there, why are you firing upon us? A lot of flailing around is all like that I you said. Can it's see. broken. <sighs> let 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 me try something. I'm going to try and cast charm person on it. Mm-hmm. I need it to make me a wisdom saving throw with av- with advantage because it's with in advantage combat, in combat with us. Okay. Oh, that would have failed. Oh, and I think that might too. Eleven fail. Mm-hmm. Um. So it is now charmed by me for the next hour. What does that mean? For an hour. Um, until you or your companions do anything harmful to it, the charmed creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance. And then when the spell ends after an hour, the creature knows what was charmed by me. Okay. So, all right. Just be aware we're, we're running into some weird moments here where one of your companions has grabbed it and is grappling it. So, you know, there, there is a, an edge of, of harmfulness there. It's not at harmfulness, mm. but, you know, constraining or, you know, holding something in place can be construed maybe by some who want freedom as a harmful act. You, so just You can that. let him go now. Uh, let her go now, please, uh, Miradius. She is our friend now for the next hour at least. It is broken. It's all right. Let her go. Sit Trust da- me, Maradius. Sit down, little one. You fix mm-hmm. it. your go. Uh, I'm just going to maintain. Where did you put put it down? I haven't yet. You haven't. I'm just going to maintain on the mage hand. I mm-hmm. don't want to break that concentration thing mm-hmm. because if she somehow gets back into the contraption and starts firing again. Yep. What are you going to do, Maradius? Do I have to jump back out while holding this yeah, thing? It's more of a slide. You've, like, slid into the area yeah. to grab her. Like, getting her out is going to be quite difficult because you you feel like to get out, there's a latch that would open sort of ah, the circle. Like, uh, you know when you go to a ride and there's, like, a, a bucket seat ride? It's almost like a bucket seat ride, but the person is in the middle of the bucket and the bucket seats are the crossbows all around them like a little bit of a wall. So you've got to slide out. It depends. Are you trying is your intent to move her out with I'm gonna move you? her out and put it down and say, there you go, little one. You are mm-hmm. safe now. Okay. So just make your grapple check. Cause again, she's intent on trying to get back into the crossbows. Like she can even see her kind of looking and trying to reach out for things. Right. And- even okay. Uh, it's a seven versus your acrobatics. Okay. That is a D12, Justin. Okay. 16. 
is the role. There you go, little one. You are free. Okay. So please don't shoot my friend. She slips your bonds and even then, like even where you are and and that you've moved, you've you've disturbed some cables and some some pulleys and stuff. And you can see she just starts moving the pulleys and and kind of making sure that the pulleys adjust so and adjusting a sprocket and looking down. She uh she moves one of the the goggles out of her eye, moves the other one into her eye, but she's using the the eyeless goggle to look at the contraption itself and she goes back you know, she pulls out a tool and starts moving around and pulling the contraptions. And she kind of, it's almost like she's ignoring you, but going back to fixing this machine. Uh, should I leave, JR? Or? Uh, no, just, uh, well, yeah, come come back with quite, us. Quite the precarious balancing act. Yes, come, hop, hop down. And you'll try and jump back out or slide back out if you can. Mm-hmm. Athletics, is that? To play there? No, you can extricate yourself with right. a with a with the, a round of you know. You were just trying to avoid the spinning and the the, yeah. the whirling dervish of crossbows at that point. the The creature itself, you know, again just continues to tinker is, is the best way that I can describe it. The the platform continues to pivot around while it's on its pulley, like it hasn't stopped its sort of circular moving around in the room. And it's probably the first time that you get an idea that this room has another um, exit off it and there's a workbench uh, on one side. And that workbench has some crossbow bolts and some pieces of wood and some pulleys and some string and some cords and like all the things, the pieces of this contraption or things that would make a contraption like this are all sitting on one of those workbenches. And no one else is down there? No, you can't see anyone else from where you are. Meredith will stand in front of JR, so JR can't get shot again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikron, do you want to either duck back down the way we came or run that way to try and see if there's anyone else on your when you have a chance? And I'll try and negotiate with this person. For sure. She so, seems a bit... Broken. Yeah, broken and... Maybe she has someone here who looks after her. For sure. Um, Nikon's going to go back. The, any opportunity to get out of the enclosed area. So, yeah. yeah. Are you going back out to the entrance yeah, yeah, yeah. of the yeah, cave? Yeah. So, into the open yeah. area? Okay. Do I see anybody? Uh, you don't see anyone. Just the rush of the waterfall is uh, all that all that takes your place. Okay. All right. JR, what are you doing at this point? I'm going to keep trying to talk to her and be like, excuse me, you have shot me. It wasn't very nice. Who are you? What is your name? Do you have any friends here? Factor. Factor. Factor? Factor. Common or primordial? Just what languages do you guys speak? Fumble factory? Common and primordial. Common and primordial. Neither of those languages. Not that language. Arakukran, common and draconic. I just thought I wanted to be part of it. Barely common. Yeah, you shouldn't have left then. Yeah. So you guys, she's. It even seems to be nonsensical. Even the words that she's that are coming out of her mouth. Broken, again, and broken. that's again where you see, like you know, moving around. She pulls that the hat back on. Uh, on her head, and you can see there's a padded area. It's almost like part of her skull it has a dent in it that the hat covers. I've seen that on soldiers that I've fought with. Hard knock to the head sometimes makes people lose their wits. They seem to be able to do one or two things well, but the rest of the things they cannot. 
Stick, sticky, the twing, twing. Oh, Maybe she must have someone here else with her. Let's, you know, let's try and find someone else. Factora, ding, spring. Um, do you want to go spring, spring? And she just, yeah, she just goes back to fixing. She's not, she's not harmful. She's not doing anything. She just goes back to fixing up the crossbow, spinning it around. She just, you know, Jr. You have a in your shoulder. Uh, oh a, yes, uh, yes. Um, a little thing. Can can you pull, pull it, out? it out? Yeah, if this may hurt. Yep. Yep. And he grabs his Jr.'s shoulder with mm-hmm. one arm, and then with a big rocky meaty hand pulls the bolt out of his shoulder. Oh, Nikron's undies, that hurts. <laughs> which, which is at that point that you notice a glob on the end of the tip of the Uh-oh. crossbow, a glob of poison that you can only imagine is going to kill JR next time we play. Oh, oh There's not actually poison, you just pulled the doubt out. <laughs> oh, that, we could have done that next episode. That would have been fun to let him sit there for I'll ages. forget it. It's going to be a whole week. I would have reminded you. <laughs> yeah. uh, Factor. Let's just, let's just get the whole outro of him, him speaking really. <laughs> this is what Narco sounds like. Magic mouth. Did you say mouth? Magic mouth.